How are you, Chris? I'm good. Uh, do you understand how routes work? Ha ha ha! Very funny. So we were you're just an you're just an anchor. You don't know what routes are. You're not. You don't know those things. Let's talk. Can we talk about how dumb Cam Newton is for that? Well. Look, I know time. that all football guys think that all normal human beings don't understand how football works. Right. Like if someone came up to you in the office, man or woman, and came to you and said, hey, Chris, I've been noticing the back half safety isn't really covering the, the quarters coverage. You'd be like, you don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, people do that all the time. That's the problem. And that's where football players and football people get annoyed every, all the time because people love to come up to me and tell me what's really going on. And they at, don't even ask to know what's going on. At the same point. But this point, is wrong, Period. With Cam Newton, I mean, we're in an age where we're talk. You know, again, it's it's a little hypocritical of him. Period, plain and simple. I mean, if you, if you want to call out the president and some of the things he's doing and yep. saying they're hypocritical, then you can't treat a group of people the way he is as well. And that was not not a good look by him. No, and I, I know this reporter's had some tweets come out in the last few years that are a little bit incendiary. But at the same point. This is a conversation where I don't think you really need to have a conversation. Cam, that was stupid. Yeah. You just lost one of your sponsors because of it. Yeah. I understand why. Don't do it again. You know what one thing that I said to Cam? Right. Not Cam Newton, Cam Louder. Right. You know what apology no one's used yet? Everyone goes with, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm waiting for the person to say, I effed up. Yeah. Like, right, like write right. the word, I effed up. Because right. then we'll be like, oh, man, that was really from him. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to the picks. It's time to pick all 14 <clears throat> games that are going on. Let's take a quick look at how we did last week. And, boy, oh, man, I lost 1,020. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you stink. Oh, the Woo! Washington game, Man, the I went game, the Patriots game. We, wow. So I went nine and seven and lost a thousand dollars. You went ten and six and lost four forty. So even if I won that Redskins game, I still would have been in the negative because the Patriots. I never win my ten dollar games either. That's what I mean. So I overall, went ten and six. Overall, you have a three game lead on me in right. the money. You're over a thousand dollars better than me. Yep. Again, just listen. I don't bet. So. Just listen to my analysis on games. We literally were texting each other on Monday night and said, this is why we don't bet on games. I didn't even see the play when it happened because they kicked the field goal, uh, and then I went, I turned the TV off, I went upstairs to my bedroom, I turned the TV on, and I was like, what? What does the score look like that? And then they showed the replay, and of course I got to see it, but that Man. was a shocker. All right, so we're going to start off, as you can see behind us, we have Tom Brady, Jameis Winston. We're going to start off with our Thursday night bet. Let's take a look at the graphic. Left goes betting $800 on the New England Patriots. Patriots are the number one ranked offense in the NFL. So stupid. Uh, 32nd in the in defense. Oh, my gosh. Why? How do you know? You're so stupid because you have a big mouth. You tell everybody you're an idiot. I, didn't, I literally emailed Canvasser. It's no, Canvasser's no, you mouth. told people in the office. They Patriots told are favored me. by five and a half, and uh, I'm betting $800 on the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle. I'm an idiot. Okay, how about this? Tell me why I'm an idiot. Um, because I bet. Show my bet, Canvasser. Can you throw that up there? You bet 400 <laughs> 
Then why are you calling me an you're idiot? You're twice the idiot I am, okay? I just want to make sure that's clear out there. No, you're not an idiot. Right, just so here, fun. Here's how I looked at right. this. I actually, because I have to make my Thursday night football left co locks. Right. After a loss the last four years, Bill Belichick is 12-3 and three against the spread in his next game. Okay. Tampa Bay the last four years on Thursday night football right. is 0-4. Yes. The Patriots on Thursday night football, not including season openers, 4-0. Right. Oh. Yes. The Patriots in those games have an average margin of victory of 15. Right. The Bucks in their four losses have right. lost by an average of 21. Hey. The Bucks are missing Quan Alexander, likely Levante David, TJ Ward. Yep. Um, I This to me reminds me a lot of the Patriots-Saints game earlier in the year mm-hmm. where both offenses were good, yep. both defenses stunk, and they just couldn't keep up pace with the Patriots. Yeah. The main thing for me, too, is the Buccaneers have one sack. Yeah, all They've played the Giants, and they have one sack for the year. Yes. If you're not going to put pressure on Brady, Brady is going to continue his, his MVP pace again. They're going to put up 50 by themselves tonight. Right. They might, the Bucs might put up 30. But that's going to cover the five and a half. The fact that the Patriots only have to win by a touchdown, I looked at the rest of these games and went, nope, 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 nope. And every time I went, maybe 100, I'm throwing it to the Patriots. I'm doing my big bet. Okay, I'm feeling that's cool. It. Hey, listen, I give you a lot of credit. I mean, that was took some big Jewish matzo balls to go with eight hundred dollars. Okay, big matzo. So that man. was. I mean, Can I, I, tell I you went. That it started at a thousand, and when and you went down, I started just like whittling uh, out. Trust me, uh, as you're going to see, I, there's only four games that I feel like I would really bet. I'm glad on this, this whole is one of the four. this whole. But yes, uh, I, I, my thoughts are very similar to yours. Uh, I think that's where it looks. at. I couldn't go that strong. I did want to go stronger. I just was like, man, Thursday night. I still don't know if I totally trust New England in their secondary. I do think this, watching the game, and you might have saw this in my notes when I just wrote about New England and Carolina, that when New England just played plain and simple coverages and just said, you know what, we're going to play cover two and cover three, they did very well against Carolina. But when they tried to get creative and, like I said, pass off the bunching, the bunch formations and all that, that's when Gilmore and company got confused. I think that Belichick's going to self-scout himself and realize, you know what, we're going to K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid, and we'll play bland coverages. And you're exactly right. I mean, I just would be absolutely shocked to not have Quan Alexander and Levante David That's versus the New thing. England Patriots. Because what you said, what Amandola, people are Dola, jerk yeah. routes. Everyone's talking about Deshaun things. Watson and Cam Newton, understandably so. But in the last two weeks, the Patriots have played the number one defense in the NFL from last year. That's still fantastic with Clowney and Watt. And we saw what they did to the Titans. Yes. And then Luke Keekley manning the ship for the Panthers defense. They put up what he's going to do to the Bucks tonight. Yes. I know the Bucks are going to put up points. It's yes. a guarantee. I don't even know what Doug Martin's going to do. Right. It might be good. I'm I don't thinking know. New England 31 to 20. And that's I'll, I'll get, I always get my scores. Low. Yeah, I'm going to go 31 20 because I always get worried about Thursday night. Thursday night, you again. This Who is my problem benefit? with Thursday night games. Um, it, it really actually probably benefits Tampa to a degree. You're taking away Bill Belichick, the greatest game planner in the history of football. Three less days for him to come up with ways to say, hmm. Mike Smith, defense, you play these three coverages, and I'm going to find a million different ways to fuck this coverage up. Yeah. And that's out the door a little bit. I even but they looked, still have enough offense. I even looked back because I got nervous at all the times Belichick faced Mike Smith and Dirk Cutter. Right. And they've never beaten him. Huh. Like, I just, yeah. I feel really confident. I know it's Thursday night, but I go, okay, so it's not just Belichick that has three days. It's Dirk Cutter that yeah, has three certainly. days. And so... 
Look, I am very certain that Mike Evans will outjump Stephon Gilmore for the first score of the game, and they're going to go up 7 nothing, and I'm going to crap my pants. Guarantee that's going to happen. And they're going to come out in a bunch formation. I and feel I'm good. Go, oh, no. The pressure's off for me tonight, no matter what. Because if they lose, if they don't cover the spread, I go, I gained $400 on Lefko. So then that'll chop your matzo, matzo balls in half. Sorry. You're a real gefilte fish. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next game. What are you, coming at me, bro? Arizona at Philadelphia. Phillies 3-1, and one, Arizona's 2-2. Two and two. Will you ever pick the Eagles? Arizona is the 11th best offense, 7th best defense. Philly is the 3rd best offense, offense, 24th ranked defense, and the Eagles are favored by 6-1⁄2. Um, my first thought, I, I wrote in the email to Canvasser, I wrote, Arizona plus six and a half. Right. I went, that defense is really good. Mm-hmm. That's way too much. And then I went, wait a second. West Coast team, one o'clock yeah, game scary. on the East Coast. You love to pull up Arizona versus Buffalo last year. Love to pull it up. Yeah, I'm going only $10 okay. on the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. I'm a little bit worried that that I that I sounded like a falcon, not really. An I'm eagle. a little bit worried sometimes that you could be really in sync with teams betting, and then sometimes you can be out of sync. Right. That when you're betting against them, they win. Then when you go back to them, they lose. Right. It also concerns me that when I checked other picking sites, like a hundred percent have the Eagles over the the Cardinals. I think the Eagles are going to struggle Even with, with this the defense. Spread you're saying just straight oh, up, just straight up. Right. But I, I just think that. The Eagles are going to have, are going to struggle with this run defense of Arizona, mm-hmm. and they need to run the ball. But I do think that Carson Palmer will be under attack. Yes. Um, do we know where our man Fletcher's at? He's questionable. Yeah, right. I the thing him. too is Larry Fitzgerald is an Eagles killer. Yeah. Whenever he plays the Eagles, he has a huge freaking game, and he's yes. looked fantastic. But I'm going ten dollars because West Coast team, East Coast Eagles are the better team. Right. I feel like I've been all over the Eagles this year, and I feel good about this one too. I'm going Arizona. Uh, to cover the spread, a hundred. Yeah, I'm putting a hundred on it. I wanted to go stronger on it. I knew it, but I do get scared of the one o'clock thing, like you're That's saying. That's what pushed I me also over. get scared that you know, listen, my old phrase, Arizona, they find ways to screw up a wet dream a lot. So within that, I do worry about them getting steamrolled by your defensive yeah. line. I worry about Carson Palmer throwing stupid interceptions on the road, outside, on the grass, all the things that Arizona's not quite used to. And like you said, going across, uh, Philadelphia is. Is going to have a hard time moving the ball in this are. defense. This Arizona defense is really good, and they match up really well with Philadelphia because they're just going to base they, – they can do this. They're going to put Patrick Peterson on whatever, Alshon, yep. whatever receiver they want. They're going to say, okay, let's do creative things with the rest of the guys in the secondary. They'll be able to crowd the line of scrimmage in the run game. I do worry about your secondary a little bit against their receivers. Uh, I just think Arizona will keep the game close. And yeah. the Eagles, I'm going the Eagles, Eagles 23 to 20. The Eagles barely beat the Chargers. They barely beat the Giants. Yep. They barely beat Washington. I know the score is misleading. Yeah. They're not a team that really wins by six and a half. But they, I put they, $10. they almost beat. They barely lost to Kansas City too. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. the kind of the team they are. But yes, I just feel like they're going to be in these close games all year. Right. I just picked this because I was tired of picking against them, and I didn't like you telling people that you're more of an Eagles. Oh, fan. I'm definitely. I mean, look, I'm picking you guys to win. Uh, but yeah, I, got, I think it'll be. Close. Henry Clay Johnson the fifth says, "Let's not forget about Tory Smith. 
Yeah. People, he doesn't like Torrey Smith right well, now. I, you know what? Torrey Smith does some things for the offensive. My problem with Torrey Smith lately is he just he's gotten to that age where I look at him and go, mm, he looks like to me on the film he does not want to be hit anymore. Yeah. Whether it was not recovering the fumble against yes. the, uh, the Redskins right last week, seam pass, you got their foot on the throw to the San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers, and you can blow on that throw seam pass. It. And he alligator arm with nobody around him. So I worry about that with him. All right, let's go to Buffalo at Cincinnati. Buffalo Nobody has been one of the circles. pleasant surprises. Do it. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo's 3-1, and one, Cincinnati's 1-3. and three. How about this? Buffalo's yeah. offense is ranked 29th. The Bengals is 27th. The Bengals' defense is ranked 3rd, and Vontez Perfect is back. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo's defense is ranked 9th. Uh, shiver me timbers, Chris Sims. Are you yes, ready sir. for my pick? Yes. Uh, it's a $10 bet for me because, again, most of my money went on the Patriots. But I am going Cincinnati minus three. Uh, I know that Buffalo just went into Atlanta and won that game. But when I really step back, Atlanta lost their best receivers in the first half. Yep. And when I think about Buffalo, when you really look at their statistics, they weren't able to move the ball in Atlanta. And I know Atlanta's defense is better than Cincinnati's. But I think the... I think Buffalo, without Jordan Matthews, they have no weapons on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's Charles Clay, LaShawn McCoy, and Tyrod Taylor. Right. And it's this little bubble. Yep. And I think Vontez is backed. I think the Bengals' def- run defense has been good. Their defense is good, period. Their defense is good, yeah. and they have the corners to match up with anybody. Right. The question is offensively. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I went, you know what? A.J. Green... Giovanni Bernard, Joe Mixon, they have some difference makers in the Bengals. Right. It's at home, and I and I think also when I looked at it, uh, the Bills are a, are typically a really bad road team. When you look at like the last nine years, so, who do you think is going to win though? Just I like be interested. I picked the Bengals minus three, so they have to win. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, I think right. the Bengals are going to win this you game. They're going to win the game. Okay, yeah. I, I I don't think this is a tough one for me. It is I, tough. I, I went Bills ten dollars. Uh, oh, and, and I, I picked Buffalo. You know, of course, I picked the games before I see the spreads or anything. I actually picked Buffalo to win the game 19-16. to 16. Uh, I think it will be that type of game. But, yeah, there's too many things that scare me. It does scare me. Cincinnati's overall defensive talent does match up with Buffalo's offense. I mean, I think you could argue that Cincinnati's defense is actually maybe better than Atlanta. It's, it's close. It's in a really lot of ways. good. Right, it is really good. They can stop the run. They got decent pass rushers now with our man Carl Lawson and Jordan Willis. The corners are good. I've looked um, at it. Yeah. Before you made this bet on Buffalo, right. both of us bet on Cincinnati every single week the first four weeks. Hmm. And I mean, here I really picked a well, no, I picked Buffalo because I forgot Cincinnati's yeah. favored by three. But uh, yeah, it does scare me just in general, too, that. You know, plain and simple, Cincinnati has more weapons on offense than Buffalo, so that's scary. But like I said, I'm picking Buffalo to win 19-16, that, and I'm p- putting only $10 on yeah, it. Yeah, my other thing in this was um, I know you can go back from every team and pick out, oh, I don't know about the score. Buffalo in the Atlanta game got, in my opinion, a fluke fumble return for a touchdown that I thought was an incomplete pass for Matt Ryan. I do not Tri- think that, but go ahead. Really? Yeah. I mean, the ball he lost control of the ball, and then you saw it in super slow motion where it barely stopped for – a one-tenth of a second in super slow motion. And I saw Trent Green was on there. Oh, I think he's got control again. Oh, okay. Then if he had such good control, why was it a shit throw into the ground? Tell me that. Okay, so that wasn't control. Super happy I brought that up to get that <laughs> Trent Green impression. Let's move on. Carolina at Detroit, in my opinion, the 1 o'clock game of the week thus far. You have a Carolina team and a Detroit team, both teams 3-1. and one. I think it's the only matchup this weekend of two teams with a winning record. Uh... 
Carolina's offense is 22nd. Their defense is 4th. Do not sleep on it. Detroit's offense is 24th. Their defense is 15th. But their turnover margin has been incredible this season. Detroit is favored by 2.5 at home, which is a very dangerous margin. Uh, I went back and looked at how teams do after beating the Patriots. I did this. Mm When they beat the Patriots, if they play at home the next game, they're six and zero, which is wild. Yep. If they play on the road, they're four and seven. I think this is the four and seven. Right. I'm going Detroit a hundred dollars. One of my other bigger bets. Uh, for me, it comes down to uh, no other reason than I think Detroit can win this game by a field goal or more. I think they're the better team, and I think that uh, they're going to be all over Matt Stafford. But I have more faith in Matt Stafford down the stretch than I am with Cam Newton especially now with all this distraction distraction stuff. Yeah, yeah. I hear you there. Um, I I viewed the game very very similar along that aspect. I mean, I I picked Detroit to win the game 24-20. I'm only putting $10 on the football game. close game. Uh, It is a close game. I like putting more on the better teams. Their teams teams are very similar to each other in a lot of ways, but, uh, yeah, I just like the Lions here in this matchup a little bit because of what you said. I mean, Matt Stafford... I know it doesn't look great, the offensive stats and what they do, uh, but when he plays teams like this to kind of go, do we only play two or three defenses? He's going to make some amazing throws. I think they have enough of a run game to balance it out to where Carolina can't just think pass all the time. That's what's different about this Detroit team. They, they can beat some of these better defenses now. And, you know, as we know, Detroit's defense is good. It's not great. It's not as good as Carolina's, but they don't beat themselves. They don't let up a lot of big plays. Uh, they have a great cover corner in Darius Slade that can match up with guys at times, from time to time and play man-to-man. And, yeah, I just think overall it's a good matchup. It's physical on physical, except Detroit has a few more playmakers in my mind. Jared Davis, if he can be out there, will That's be a big thing. Because so I do worry about like Christian McCaffrey and some of that stuff underneath. That's where Carolina's become really creative. Uh, the last two weeks. I mean, just with little screen passes, screens to the tight ends, where they get you thinking Benjamin, Funchess, we're going to aggressive down the field, and then Cam takes one of those drops like he's going to do that, and they have a creative screen underneath, which which gashed the Patriots a few times last week. I also think that Detroit at home is a much better team than when they are on the road. Right. It's kind of like their setting, and they were great at home last year. I think that carries over. All right, let's move on next. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, a game that you think that I'd bet on, and I do not want to touch this one at all. Steelers' offense is ranked 21st. Their defense is second. Guys, newsflash. Pittsburgh is Le'Veon Bell and defense. Forget about Ben Roethlisberger. If he's on your fantasy team, I'm sorry. Jacksonville is 18th offense, 11th defense. In every game, someone's making a huge play, whether it's Ramsey, Bouye, Jack, all those guys. Steelers are favored by nine in this game. Mm-hmm. Really quick about the Steelers. Seven of their 11 guys on defense are 24 years or younger, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. That's the future of the Steelers. They're getting back to the Steel Curtain days. Yes, they are. I am going the Steelers, $10, for the sole reason I'm not betting on Blake Bortles. But let me tell you something. It's going to be a hairy nine-point cover. I mean, this could be a 17-7. to Uh, I don't think the Steelers are going to keep scoring. I think all the fantasy owners, including myself, who have Martavis Bryant, are, are going, what the hell? This Jacksonville defense is really good, and Big Ben stinks right now. 
legitimately stinks. And I also don't like him calling out his, his teammates. No, it's not. I, I could, I, it's not good. You are not someone that can call out people right now. He wasn't bad last week against Baltimore. He was better. Um, I don't feel the same way you do. I'm picking Pittsburgh, and I'm putting $300 on it. Are you serious? I am. Uh, what, what, Jacksonville was going to lose by 13 last week until Josh McCown made the dumbest mistake of the season and threw the ball in the back of the head. Jacksonville was dominated by a team – uh, in the New York Jets, I just don't think people. You got to realize that that game was out of hand. It was going to be twenty-three to ten uh, with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. The, my big thing is Pittsburgh's defense is awesome. It's awesome. It's creative. Uh, they don't have to worry about playing man-to-man on an offense like this, okay, where this is not New England and Tom Brady that can pick apart a zone. This is Blake Bortles who likes to just throw go routes to one-on-one matchups and hopes his receivers jumps up and catches it. and Or it's a bootleg and throw it in the flat to Leonard Fournette or somebody else. And to me, Pittsburgh's going to be all over that stuff. And I just look at the other side and go, Jacksonville, they're susceptible to being the ball moved on them. I mean, they, how many yards did the Jets run the ball for them on them last week? I mean, over 200 yards close to. They had 200-yard rushers. Yeah, but 76 so, of it was like a fluke play. I, well, what do you mean? When he busted through a hole that nobody was there and then he tripped and fell and they still didn't touch him? I mean, I don't know. That's not. I want to explain so, something to people. Right. I'm, a, I'm an individual thinker. Mm-hmm. I act on my own accords. Yesterday, I sat and went, man, I really like Pittsburgh. And Sims put his hand on my shoulder and said, I'm going to be honest, I'm staying away from that game. I wouldn't touch it. Was that gamesmanship? It was gamesmanship. I did it twice to you yesterday. I tried to do it with New England, too. And just what like, did you hey. do? I was kind of like, ooh, Thursday night. Yeah, it's scary. I was hoping I would talk you out of it. Well, you yes. got me on one of them. Good, you good. son of a bitch. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, eat that shit. Uh, but yes, I you just... You did that on purpose. I did, I did. I did so not, you I didn't want to tip my hand to go... I just I picked the game. You're to be a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. I had to do it. Um, I want to win. What? Twenty-seven to seventeen Steelers. I think it'll be a game that's going to be like twenty-seven to ten. I think that the Steelers will be able to run the ball in Jacksonville. I think that it's just going to be too much pressure on Jacksonville's defense. And this is the other thing that I'm really excited about with the Steelers. Like I can't believe they're you. getting back to the ground and pound, which I do like. Yes, it's not a Big Ben's team anymore. And they have guys, I don't care if Antonio Brown doesn't get off, I, just Juju Smith-Schuster over the middle, Martavis Bryant, that added to it. It's just too much to cover, I think, for Jacksonville in general, and I think Pittsburgh's going to create turnovers. Yeah. Pittsburgh's defense is all over the place. They're amazing. And uh, yeah, People are really laughing yes? at what you did to me. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mike Lerner. Mike was the one that doubted our Bengals pick over the Packers. Oh, right. And said, oh, I, I can't believe you're picking that. Yes, well, That's hey. why you're signing in right now. It's <laughs> because you know that we can bring some gems. Man. Man. All right, well, that's going to be a left go lock now. <laughs> Steelers <laughs> over Jacksonville. I'm going to make the video. Are you sure? I, yeah, I just, I'm too scared of, yes. You're not just, afraid of that Jacksonville defense? Well, I look, at it, I look at it like this, where, no, because I think Pittsburgh. You're just looking at Blake Bortles. Well, and Pittsburgh's offensive line is really good. So you gotta, that takes away the, one of the great advantages of Jacksonville right away. Their D-line. And the other thing, too, is what we've said from Jacksonville, right? The two weeks Jacksonville has won games. Their defense has created crazy turnovers, Houston and they've been Texans able to run the Todd ball Savage. and not have to worry about... And then the London game. Right, and they don't have to worry about Blake Bortles doing it. 
and you're not going to run on Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. That ain't happening. Cam Hayward, AFC Defensive Player of the Month. Right, and Tewitt's back in the lineup, and they are phenomenal. And you love what they're doing with T.J. Ward. Oh, I mean, what they're doing, not with T.J. Ward, but T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. Bud Dupree. Yeah. Shazier's the best middle linebacker in football for my money right now. He's um, so fast. Man, he's unreal. I mean, I even mean, like J.J. Wilcox at safety. He's Ian out. Melberg says, but the Steelers can even cover against the Browns. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but that was four weeks ago. Uh, they covered last week against Baltimore in Baltimore. Man. I just think, yeah, I think they're going right. in the right direction. I understand your concerns about Big Ben because it hasn't been pretty, but I think they've gotten back to let, let's let take the game out of Ben's hand and keep it simple. Let's go to a primetime matchup, the race for the first pick in the draft. It's the Jets. They can't even tank That's so right disrespectful. at Cleveland. Oh, I know. They're going to tank for Sam Darnold. How's that looking? I mean, another case of... Sports Center anchors creating the theme. Is Sam of, Darnold the new Jabril Peppers? I mean, come on. Well, it just so hold on. Cleveland's offense is twenty sixth. Jets' offense is twentieth, and both of their defenses are ranked in the teens. We got this line mm-hmm. at Jets plus one. It has now moved to Jets like minus two. All of the money is going <laughs> to the Jets. We got this at Cleveland minus one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Cleveland's. We got it. Cleveland favored by one. Right. I am going Jets. It does scare me that Josh McCown has never won back-to-back-to-back games. (laughs) It's never happened before. But And I know it does scare me that Miles Garrett is likely to play this week. I don't know what kind of impact he's going to have. Mm -hmm. But Deshaun Kaiser against this Jets defense and that Jets running attack against that Cleveland defense, I just – the fact that I'm getting points – and the Cleveland Browns have like the worst home field advantage there is. They're, they they average minus three point seven at home. Um, I just I I love this game. I really love this game. I, I mean, listen. How would you favor Cleveland in this matchup? So I, I just don't even understand. I that. have a theory, but what did you bet? Uh, that's stupid. Five hundred. This is this would probably be my lock of the week. This is my bet. I mean, I, I don't know the the Jets Mert matchup perfectly. I mean, they match up perfectly with Cleveland. And they're, even though they have lack of weapons at the wide receiver, I mean, Cleveland has lack of secondary players. So it's not going to matter. Robert Wong says trap game. Jet, Jets, are, Jets aren't even – they're not capable of being trapped because I don't think they believe they're that good yet. So uh, I don't even look at it that way. I think they're going to look at it more like, damn, we got a chance to beat a team that we should beat and be 3-2. and two. And with their running, running the ball, um, I don't trust, yes, Cleveland's offense against that Jets defense, which is really good. Once again, really I'd good. like to – we have to state Shout that. out Jamal Adams, Marcus May. You yes. know what? Right. Podcast. Yeah. We need to come up with a nickname for Jamal for Adams safeties? and Marcus May. Yeah. Uh, you're right. They're, they're difference makers. Is it weird that my um, name is Adam and I was born in May? Um, it's weird. weird. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I like five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's very rare that someone on this show bets on a team that stinks. Well, I mean, I picked them. I picked the Jets to beat the Dolphins. We've picked I the picked, Jets the last I two weeks. The, I bet money big last week. To we, cover. we are all over the Jets. So yes, uh, and I'm going to say they win the game twenty to sixteen. That would be my final score. But. Yeah, I, I just look at this and go, yeah, the Jets are the better version of the Cleveland Browns in every aspect, and they have a quarterback that's Josh McCown revenge game. It is a little bit, no doubt. And <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland's a mess. I, I don't even – this is one of those games where if the Jets get out early, I'd go, ooh, watch out, because Cleveland's probably in that category of being numb to losses and going, damn, here we are again, we're the Cleveland Browns. I have a theory, and this happened last year, where a lot of the smarts, the sharps in Vegas, 
keep betting on the winless team mm-hmm. because just by like eventually you get that win. Right. But to see a Cleveland Browns team favored was shocking to me. Well, they were favored against the Colts, too, and that was dumb. I mean, I picked the Colts that week, too, to win the game. That was on the road, too. That was on the road, right. Which, I, you know, again, I don't know what that... So this, this when I first saw this line right here, I just said, wow, the Jets? The Jets who... I mean, people were anointing the Buffalo Bills like king of the AFC, the team that competed with the Bills in week one all the way to the end of the game. Yeah, you so, said this. They competed with the Bills. Right. The Oakland Raiders game got skewed once skewed, the punt right. fumble happened. Right. Right. They were in the game. It was yes. like 14-14. Right. And then back-to-back wins. Yes. The Browns, how did they start this year? What was their first game? The Browns' first game was um, Pittsburgh, where they kind of hung in there. Pittsburgh, of course, was just throwing the ball. It was no, you know, Levy on Bell wasn't worth a damn. The run game wasn't worth a damn. And, let's, and, let's see what Jabril Peppers does this weekend. Right. So, we'll see. I know you love them. Yeah. All right. Los Angeles Chargers at the New York Giants. The Chargers are 0-4. The Giants are 0-4. Both quarterbacks were drafted in 4 <laughs> And both are sitting here going, my career is flashing before my eyes. The Giants' offense is 19th. Their defense is 25th. What the hell? What the hell? The Chargers' offense is 15th. Their defense is 23rd. The Giants are favored by 3.5. Sims... You know what type of game this is? West Coast team traveling to the East Coast for a 1 o'clock game. Right. I am going $10 on the New York Giants. I'm not betting anything big on a team that is 0-4. Frankly, the fact that it's 3.5 scares me because the Chargers lost by 3 to the Broncos. Lost by, like, 3 to the Chiefs. Right. Lost by... like two or three to the Eagles. They've yeah. been in every single game yes, thus far, right. whereas the Giants have kind of put up a flatbed. Right. Um, but I, I think the Giants are the much better team. I think the Giants can go man-to-man with all the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that the – I hope Wayne Gallman continues to keep it going against the Chargers. Yeah. I think the, Char- the Giants win this game. That's the issue. Yeah, I picked the Giants to win the game too, 24-21. I'm putting $10 on the Chargers. That's it. I don't Chargers? It. Yeah, uh, it's a three-and-a-half point spread. The Giants are favored by three and a half. And, and what I was pick to win 24 to 21. So yeah, so it's, it, and th- that would make sense. I'm just going to stick with what you know, my formula is there. Uh, I guess the, the big thing is I look at it like this, too. The, what scares me, hey, all the things you said, right, West Coast team going to play a 1 o'clock game, certainly not easy. The Giants secondary does match up with them. I also look at it and go, man, the Chargers, what's their weakness? Everybody can run the ball on the Chargers. Well, I don't really think the Giants are the type of team that's going to totally take advantage of that. And the other thing that scares me a little, why I picked the Giants to win, but I think it's going to be a really close game, is, you know, this is these two edge guys, they can expose those tackles if Eli has to oh, hold yeah. the ball longer than he would like. So that was a little bit of a scary aspect to me as well. I don't think the Chargers have enough of a run game to make up for what they might lose in the pass game in general, but nonetheless, they will play close, and that's why I picked the Giants 24-21, but $10 on the Chargers. All right, so the big bets for everybody out there right now, I put 800 on the Patriots. You put 400 Yo-ho, yo-ho, the Pirates life for me. I uh, became a Bucks fan. I don't even care if I lose my bet now. I don't I care. Bet. It's win-win for Chris. I bet 200 on the Jets. You bet 500. Yes. And then what did you put on the Steelers again? Uh, I put 300 on the Steelers. 300 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. I mean, the Jaguars this. went from London to New York, and now they got to go to Pittsburgh. I just I don't, I don't see it. You know, Man. What's up, Sharon? What up, Sharon? How you living? <laughs> 
Good. Uh, Don't talk to your mom like glad that. Glad they gave you a break. What do you mean? I mean, you talk to her more respectfully. Well, hello, mother. <laughs> uh, let's go to the games that we have identical picks on. Okay. Uh, three of them this week. Uh, and we're going to start off with Tennessee, Miami. Uh, Miami. So the three picks are similar. We both put $10 on Miami plus okay. three. Yep. Did I bet on San Francisco? I did. Right. I put we both put ten dollars on San Francisco plus one and a half. Right. And we both put ten dollars on Baltimore plus two and a half at Oakland. Yes. So let's start off Miami at Tennessee. You've been talking all week about how Miami is in disarray, yeah. but yet you're betting on them over it, Tennessee it just scares because me. Matt Castle. Yeah, Matt Castle, the Mariota situation. I also think that this is the week that Adam Gase is going to be pissed off with his offensive performance. I think they're going to push the limit Last a little bit. Last offense in the NFL. So I know, it's just shocking. Uh, I just look at it kind of this is the week that maybe they can get it turned around to a degree. The Tennessee Titans defense solid but not special. And, uh, yeah, I am I'm uncertain about the Mariota situation. And even if Mariota plays, they're not the type of offense that can take advantage no. of a weak secondary. Exactly. So that, that because scares me Miami wants you to run yeah. on them. Miami 20-17 to 17 is what I did. Miami Just 2017. So you know. All right, the next the next game in that graphic was San Francisco at Indy. We both are betting yet again right. on Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is our favorite, favorite coach. coach in the NFL, uh, which eventually is going to really hurt us. <laughs> but look at this. The Colts, uh, my, my, the reason I went with San Francisco, I was going Indy for a long time because Indy at home is usually a lot better. Yeah. But San Francisco's defense is legit. Yeah, I, think. I know they're ranked 19th, but I don't know. I watched the Cardinals struggle. I watched the Seahawks struggle. I know the Rams put up points, yeah. but... Uh, I just think the Niners have a good unit, and I don't see a good unit on either side for the Colts. No, uh, I don't know if I see a good unit on either side for the Colts either. The Colts' run game, I don't think it's going to be able to run on At the all. 49ers, right? The one thing I'll say, that's why it's scary. Uh, and just so you know, let's see, what are, where is my pick here? I picked the the 49ers to win the game 24-20. to 20. Um, The one thing that scares me is, plain and simple, Jacoby Brissett is capable of making more plays than Brian Hoyer. I know. And that's what scares me, and that's why I only go $10. But I do think San Francisco has shown the ability to run the ball. The Colts' defense stinks. I think they stink enough to where Hoyer actually might be able to capitalize on some of the plays in the game. So yeah. that's why I go now. Mom is asking right now what we did, Eagles. We both think the Eagles are going to win. I bet on them to cover 6.5. You did not. Right. Uh, and you put $100, I put $100 on, the, on cards. the cards. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. Oh, man. What's up, Steve DeDonato? Leave another five-star what review. What up, Steve? Steve's back or, in the office. It's a different Steve. Oh, that's from wrong. I'm that's Steve Armato. Armato. Steve DeDonato. Man. And then the last Italian one. names. Baltimore at Oakland. We yeah. both bet on Baltimore after you told me that E.J. Manuel was good last week. Yes. E.J. Manuel was solid. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm picking Baltimore to upset here in a 17-16 game. Uh, so I'm putting $10 on that's the Ravens. I picked them. You know, I think I'm just, um, again, I'm scared, I think, with everything with the Oakland offense right now. I don't think they're going to get the run game going against this team this week, and I don't think Brandon Williams is going to play, so that's scary. But regardless, I still think that the way Oakland's blocking up front uh, and Baltimore's defense, even without some of these players, is still stout. And then I just go, I don't trust E.J. Manuel all the way, and I just think Joe Flacco and company are going to be pissed off, and it's not a great defense in Oakland, and I'm, I'm going to pick Baltimore to win a close one. I put $10 on them. All right, let's go to Seattle at the Rams, a battle for the top of the NFC West. Who Funny. knew? You know, the Rams did start 3-1 and one last year. Yes. And then lost their next 12? Uh, I mean, something like that. Right. Like 4-12? It and became a shit show. Uh, they don't want to do that again. Uh, Rams' offense is 5th. Seattle's offense is 10th. 
uh, which is crazy. Well, it's a little misleading. Yeah, of course it is. Seattle's defense is 14th, and the Rams' defense is 27th. In L.A., the Rams are favored by a point and a half. And I don't know what you're doing, Sims, but I'm riding mini golf, and I'm going <laughs> Rams... $10. I love that you give me build-up for $10 bet, bets. Well, like I've spent all of my money on the Patriots. Yeah, do you have any more money left? I have I have one more one big more? bet left. Okay. The reason I'm going with the Rams was I think that Aaron Donald is the worst kind of guy for this Seattle offensive line. Yep. And I think that Wade Phillips will scheme up something nice for, for that offense. Yep. But I really believe that the Rams offense will be able to find the the creases in this Seattle defense. I know it's a really good Seattle defense. I just think the Rams at home, excuse me, Seattle on the road is a lot different than Seattle at home. I'm going with the Rams here, and because it's ten dollars, I'm taking a risk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, this is a tough pick. P- tough pick for me. I am going Seattle. I think Seattle's going to win the game twenty to sixteen, uh, and I'm putting ten dollars on the Seahawks. Only it does not make me feel confident. I just got to see it another week from the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to invest. Yes, they played well last week, but I could also tell you that you know that game was twenty-four to thirteen. It was the Dallas Cowboys about to get the ball back, and they dropped the punt and gave the Rams some life. And I just so he's so also just, not going to mention the fact that the Colts and Seahawks were tied at eighteen in the third quarter, and that it was an awful Seahawks game up until. I, I know, but I'm also just going to take a team that's been to the two Super Bowls in the last four years and just been in a lot more tough situations. It's real and tough mainstream games. media of you, bro. So you know, here at I'm the Sims going Lefko, there. Here at the Sims Lefko right. podcast, you're going the mainstream media route. You're going, oh my gosh, Jared Goff's fixed. The Rams are awesome. They're going to win the NFC. I'm I never going said logical. that. I'm going. You just said I'm riding the golf wagon. I said I'm riding mini golf. Mini it's golf. A Wentz wagon. <laughs> okay. Golf whatever. doesn't have a own wagon. <laughs> yes, but it's, it's well, a to scary me, game. To me, the Rams. I know they're favored, but to me, they're the upset. Like yeah. I think the Seahawks are the popular pick. Oh, are they? Okay. No, but I think more people are picking the Rams. <laughs> Apparently, since they're they're favored. Yeah. Okay, but either way, it's scary. I'm not pumping ten dollars on it. Let's not focus too much brain power on it. What do you think about uh, as Diego Mendez says Pete Carroll playing where he used to coach? Yeah, uh, you know it's cool. I don't think there's any value to it. Um, I, I'm just hoping that Seattle's realized like the, to stop the running game. Let's just air it out. Play the game that did way. They do that at the end of the game. Is that why you keep saying that? Well, yeah, because that's. I think that's their best way to play. It's but what did they, they did. do that at the end of the Colts game. Yeah, that's what they okay. did in Tennessee. That's when they really changed the game around towards the second quarter against the Colts. They basically just said shotgun. Let's start throwing it every play. Let's ru- let Russell run around, make some crazy plays. That's their best way to move the ball. I think it'll be best for their defense. It's going to put their defense in an attack mode. Fine, get in a track meet with how do you Seattle. Think, yeah, how do you think Gurley's going to do against that defense? Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time thinking he's going to go off. I mean, the, the thing about Seattle is more times than not, they're not going to beat themselves. They're, going to, they're very sound. They're smart in what they do. They crowd the line of scrimmage. Um, and I'm still, Gurley's ultra-talented, but I still think this is a pretty good Seattle defense that's going to harass golf and make things tough. I think so, too. So we'll see. It should be a great game. It should be. Uh, I think we're going to learn about both teams in this game, mm-hmm. especially if, you know, there's there's a few things. We want the Eagles to keep their identity with pounding the rock. Yes. We want the Seahawks to abandon that identity right. and start spreading the ball yeah, around. get over it. 
What were the other identities that we really want? Uh, we want the Patriots defense to go back to some basics simple, right. and stop putting Stephon Gilmore in situations where he, he has to communicate and figure out all these rules. Four o'clock game of the day, if it's not Ram Seattle, is definitely going to be Green Bay at Dallas. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers returns to the scene of the crime Amendment where he one. threw one of the greatest throws you'll ever see running out of bounds to Jared Cook. Green Bay's offense is 16th, their defense is 6th. Cowboys' offense is 12th, their defense is 18th. And the Cowboys are favored by two and a half. Yeah. I. Here it comes. This is your last bet, big bet here. I am betting $200 on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. They have extra time to prepare yeah. because they played last Thursday. Yes, yeah. I'm looking at Dallas, and I don't. I think they're all over the place right, right. now. And I think that Aaron Rodgers is the worst person. <laughs> uh, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is the worst quarterback for this defense to see. Yeah. Because what the Rams were able to do to them, wait until Aaron Rodgers comes in there and he's picking them apart. And uh, both tackles have been upgraded to questionable. Both tackles are expected to play, yep. Bakhtiari and Balaka. Right. Um, I don't know what the running game situation is going to be for the Packers, mm-hmm. but again, abandon the run. Yeah. You don't got a running back. Yeah, Put out matter. four wide and pick this team apart. Right. I feel pretty confident in that. Um, I mean, all of those points are valid. I don't feel confident in anything in the game. I'm going $10, period. Wow. Yeah. I'm picking Green Bay to win 27-24. I'm still worried about Green Bay's defense being steamrolled by this run game in Dallas. Dallas's run game is getting close. It hasn't been nearly as dominant as it was last year. Uh, I do worry about that a little bit in general. And then I'll, I'll say this, you know, to your Rams point against the Dallas defense, the problem is, is it's they have history – the Cowboys and, and Packers. Rod Marinelli really knows this Green Bay defense. The Green Bay, I mean Green Bay offense, excuse me. And the Green Bay offense does nothing, as you know. It's really just Aaron Rodgers, where the Rams do a ton of different things. Right. And Sean McVay is so much more creative than Mike McCarthy on that's that's uh, that point alone. So yes, I'm picking You're the Packers. You're worried this goes like it did last year in the regular season when Zeke ran wild. I do. I get worried that it becomes that kind of a game where maybe like you know I did that was just my one negative and why I couldn't bet Steve a lot of money. Versace- Segway is saying this is going to be Zeke's big breakout. I would, game. I mean, that would scare me. It really would. And Dallas, the, the other thing I'll say, they're they're a little bit in like, again, human emotion. Two and two, the thought of being two and three and losing another home football game. What about that long so, week for the Packers? I do. I mean, yes, that's definitely a positive, and all those things. It does. It's just a game where I did not feel confident in putting a substantial amount of money on it. I do think Dallas is desperate. I do think they realize they got to kind of win this football game. Green Bay, so simple. Dallas's front four, semi-athletic, not great pass. I mean, not great like greatness people off the edge, but it is pretty athletic on the edges. And I just think, okay, um, I think we're going to see more of the, the the Dallas team we saw in the second half of the playoff game than in the first half that got behind. Back. I'm going to do a deep dive for Monday yeah. to look at our bets and see the teams that we get the wrong the most. Right. But the game that we've gotten wrong the most, yeah. I don't know if we've gotten a Sunday night football game right yet. Ooh. I don't think we have. I went back and looked yesterday. I don't think we have. Sunday Night Football game this week, Kansas City at Houston. Kansas City, the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL, 4-0, against the reborn Houston Texans. Kansas City's offense is second. Houston's defense is fifth. Houston's offense with Deshaun Watson is now 17th. Kansas City's defense, 
26th. Mm. Kansas City is favored by one and a half on the road. Kansas City has had a lot of success in Houston these last few years, whether yeah. it's playoff games, right. regular season games. Kansas City has been the team that's gotten the win. I am putting a $10 on Houston. Yeah. I'm riding this wave. Uh, Deshaun Watson is an absolute baller. I think the Houston defense will be all over Kansas City's kind of kind of option offense that they've been running. Right. Alex Smith has been playing fantastic, yeah. but I think Deshaun Watson is about to go wild on Kansas City, and then people are going to start really paying attention to Houston. Yeah, um, I'm taking Houston to win the football game 23-20. to 20. Uh, I'm putting $10 on the Texans. Uh, Houston's. I think this game does have trap game written all over it. I mean, Kansas City coming on a short week, yep. everybody finally anointing them as the new king of the NFL. Uh, this defense in Houston, it is for real. They have the perfect personnel to make things really hard because they got the big guys in the middle to go, okay, if you want to smash it up our face with Kareem Hunt, good luck. Uh, but then they have the guys on the edge that I, that's the other thing that's key, not only to contain Alex Smith, but to stop the outside running game, to not be threatened by Tyree kill speed sweeps. Like Clowney and Watt and Merciless are going to be all over that stuff. Uh, and I do think that they have the secondary that can match up. Like that's the one thing. Um, the aggressive nature of Charlie Checkdown, who's now become hmm. Bobby Bombs Away, is definitely what's put them over the top. The I mean, one that throw in overtime was phenomenal. Well, yeah, it wasn't overtime, but it was the end of the, the game end of the right, on the run. Course, right. I mean, even Kelsey, you think about that one yeah. down the middle. All those are impressive. That's really what puts them over the edge this year and makes them a legit Super Bowl contender. Uh, but I just think the Houston defense is really good. I think they will be all over some of the drop-back pass game. And then the other side, hey, just like we always seen, Kansas City, they're a bend-don't-break team. Watson's a really – Watson, like we've seen with all these really, like, Movable, mobile, mobile quarterback. Sorry, they're tough to stop in the red zone because there's so much to worry about. They're worried about his design run. We're worried about him scrambling in general. So you have to play defenses yeah, in the red zone. Uh, would have been, but you have to play defenses in the red zone that you normally would not want to have to do. And that's why I'm going to pick Houston. But I don't trust it, and I'm only going yeah. 23, 20. Diego Mendez says these are these the two top leaders for rookie of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sean Watson and Kareem Hunt. Yes. Uh, we're not missing anybody, right? I mean, McCaffrey's no. down the line. No, it's those two. Um, but I don't think else. anybody else, yes. Uh, I still think Sharkandrick West plays too much. Yeah, I don't know. Like the I end don't... of the game, third down, why is he in? Well, yeah, whatever. They just trust him. But you're just being a greedy fantasy owner. It's very Trump of you to want him to go out there and kill himself and just beat himself I don't up. want him to kill himself. I mean, I just, just give him to him every down. Uh, I mean, jeez. If Chris Sims were to have a fantasy team. Yes. Who would you take in the first round? Ooh. Running backs and wide receivers are worth more than quarterbacks. Right. Um, it's I would, based on statistics. Yeah, I would probably take like one of those running backs, those dual threat running backs, like a Kareem Hunt. That would be the guy that I would think of. Those like David Johnson types. And, oh, David Johnson. That's yeah. a sore subject for fantasy. I'm sure. I know. I'm really heartbroken for all you guys out there. Oh, fantasy's not good. Oh. <laughs> you sound like Phil. <laughs> all right, so our big bets of the day to recap – uh, you, we both went big on New England. Yeah. I went 800 on New England. You went 400 on New England. We both went big on the Jets. Right. I went 200 on the Jets. You went 500 on the Jets, right. getting points in Cleveland. Yep. You went 300 on Pittsburgh. Right. Uh, I went 200 on Green Bay. I went 100 on Detroit. You went 100 on Arizona. I did. And is that it? Well, we haven't done Minnesota-Chicago on Monday night. Monday night! Minnesota-Chicago! Put Chicago, the car in the Chicago. Chicago.
chicken in Where's the car. Where's that from? Uh, you ever seen the movie where um, you know Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt in Dakota and North Dakota? Uh, the river, their fishing movie, Mystic River, not Mystic River. That's a that's a like a murder movie. Um, gosh, I can't think of it. Think Brokeback Mountain. No, no, no. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's a really good movie. I just with a river. I'm blanking. Great. On it. Minnesota's offense is sixth. Their defense is twelfth. Right. Chicago's offense is twenty third. Their defense is eighth. And Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell, excuse me, yes. is only the fourth quarterback ever drafted in the first round to start his career on Monday Night Football, joining Jim Harbaugh, Phillip Rivers, and Aaron freaking Rodgers. Aaron freaking Rodgers. Uh, I am a go- river runs through it. A river runs through it. One of my favorites. I am going Chicago $10 plus three. Right. Uh, I think Minnesota's offense without Dalvin Cook, I don't know what they're going to do. Right. I believe that Chicago, as you have said, is one of the three best defenses in the NFL right now. Not three best. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah. Uh, it's in Chicago <laughs> where Chicago plays really. Fake news in my mouth. You man. put Minnesota Steelers and Falcons in your top three, or Bills. Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're totally off. So Denver, Minnesota, up. and Steelers? Steelers. Those All are right. the three best. Uh, I just. <laughs> I think I, I think right. Dal uh, the, the Bears are coming off with extra time to prepare. Yeah, I think. Roar! I think Dal is going to draw up some crazy play action rollouts to take advantage of the over pursuing of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. But most importantly, I think it's going to be a really close game. I'm going with the home team, and I just think there's going to be some Mitchell magic on Monday night. Right. I, if Mitchell had some little more experience, I do think this is a game they could pull off. I'm putting ten dollars on the bear, the Bears. I'm picking Minnesota to win the game, nineteen to seventeen. That was my score in general. Uh, yeah, I am worried about. Uh, of course, the lack of running game maybe now with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Latavius Murray is still not healthy. I mean, when I watch that game back from Detroit, he's still kind of running on one leg. Uh, and, of course, I don't think Jarek McKinnon is like a special back either. Um, and then that allows, again, that Bears front seven to kind of handle the run game themselves, and they can just leave the back seven to the pass game, which will make life hard on Minnesota, Minnesota's offense. But Minnesota's defense is special. And How do you think the Hebrew and the Hammer will do against the Vikings? I, I, I have a hard time By thinking. By the way, if you don't know, that's the new nickname for Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard, the Hebrew and the Hammer. We like that. And I, I think that's going to have a hard time to get going as much as I think of Trubisky. Uh, it is his first start. It is Monday night, and it is one of the best defenses in football. And you don't have anybody that scares the Minnesota secondary on the outside. Xavier Rhodes is definitely one of the three best corners in football. I think if you made me rank the three best corners in the game right now, yeah, do it. I would probably go Jalen Ramsey one, Xavier Rhodes two, Marcus Peters number three. Um, and I just think with that ability, it's going to allow them to be extra aggressive on the run game. And then guys like Barr and Kendrick and our man Dano Hunter and and uh, our other get Everson Griffin. Oh. I think they're going to be very conscious of the boot game that we're Who talking about. I, I picked Minnesota to win the game 19-17, to 17, the Bears to cover wow. $10 on the Bears. Uh, Drew Edlin, Lefko and Sims, best podcast in sports. I love your guys' passion for the game. It's nice to get a perspective from a former player and a regular Joe. What up, regular Joe? Man. Regular Joe. That's why I'm growing out this this hair. Hey, Joe. To avoid being a a regular Joe. Um, All right. Uh, One thing that I always get from people is what's happened to Guaranteed to Lose, and boy, do they need it this week. If you're in a survivor pool, get your pencils ready because it is time. 
Guaranteed to lose. Sims, we're starting off at your former place, baby. Yo ho, yo ho, the Bucks are gonna lose because Tom Brady's coming to town and so is Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah, sorry, not gonna win. Sorry, Tampa. I love you. You know I root for you all the time, but New England is pissed off and they're gonna win the football game. Next sorry. up, a familiar friend to the old Guaranteed to lose. Oh, to welcome back to the Jacksonville to, the to Guaranteed to lose. You know why you're going to lose? Because I said so. That's why. You're going to Pittsburgh. You're on the road. Pittsburgh's defense is amazing. And the Le'Veon Bell choo-choo train is starting to heat up, which means the pressure's off Big Ben in the pass game. Yes, Jacksonville. Sorry, you're going to lose. Next guaranteed to lose a team that is playing the Jets. Oh, my gosh. But, yes, you're the Cleveland Browns, and you're a staple of GTL. And I'm sorry. You're going to lose to the Jets. Uh, Cleveland, I got no faith in you right now. Sorry, I don't believe Lind in Cleveland. You're going to lose to the New York Jets. All right, let's go to Monday Night Football for Monday Night Football. The Bears gonna lose rookie quarterback. Awesome defense in the Vikings. Lefko's mom says you're going to lose. My mom says you're going to lose. Gabe's mom says you're going to lose. Ooh. So you're going to lose. Sorry, Chicago. And the last one, a team playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Give them the bad news, Sims. Oh, cool, cool. Eagles are stronger than Cardinals. Sorry. You're just a small little red bird, and this is a big green eagle. You're going to lose. Sorry, you're going on the road. It's 10 o'clock in the morning when you play. It's 1 o'clock Eastern. The Wentz Wagon. Cardinals can't protect the passer. Lose. Who knew that guaranteed to lose would come down to horticulture? And here (laughs) is the finals. Uh, Man, you know that the Browns are bad, that they go with Duke Johnson as the photo (laughs) instead of Deshaun Kaiser and the hammer for the Chicago Bears. I I think that's the one that's – I think the bottom two are the hairy ones for me. They're they're, going to be close It's a tough week. Yes, it was a tough week. It definitely was. The Colts and Niners are playing each other. So I work uh, with Gridiron Heights, and the one thing that we try to figure out is, okay, who are the good teams going to be? And last year it went, oh, the Cowboys are the best team in the the NFC, and the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. And this year it is all over the place. I mean, if you bet – like I told my friend before the year – Put money on Kansas City and the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. Right. And he was like, Adam, they're 40 and 50 to 1. Kansas City was Kansas that? Kansas City was 40 to 1 to go to the Super Bowl because of the Patriots. Hey, it's a crazy year. There's no doubt about it. It's wide open. The AFC, to me, is the better conference. Yes. And the AFC has a few teams that I look at that can legitimately go on to win the Super Bowl. They really do. Especially the Kansas City Chiefs, the Denver Denver Broncos, Broncos. the New England Patriots are still in that mix, uh, and and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those four teams right there, Mm. I think, are legitimately on the same playing field as New England this year, especially with the issues And you have the best team in the NFC, the Falcons, losing to the Bills at home. Yeah, the the Falcons are still, it's it's dicey, man. I got to see a little bit more. I'm interested to see where it goes in general. But just, I don't know if you've seen, like, my power rankings, I have the Falcons 4, the Lions 5, the Packers 6, the Patriots 7, and your Eagles number 8 with wow. the Redskins 9s and the Bills 10. The, the league is crazy. When you get to, like, your eight, top? 8 through 20, the Chiefs. Chiefs top and one, Steelers. Two. Chiefs, Steelers, Broncos, Falcons. That's how I went in my uh, power rankings this Man. week. 
And I'll tell you what, the Chiefs are not a great 4-0 team. The no. Steelers have a bad quarterback play right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Broncos, their offense can't put away teams. Yes, right. But they're a really good defense. They are, right. Uh, those are our picks. Again, please root for the Patriots tonight. I have $800 on the Patriots. Yeah. I need them to I win. had 400 but I won't feel that bad if they lose now that he's got ah, 800 crap. Guys, we love you so much. Enjoy the games. Tweet at us this weekend at Sims and Lefko. You can hit me up at Adam Lefko, and we can have a conversation while the games are going on. Uh, for Sims, peace out, homies. I am Lefko. Love y'all so much. Talk to you soon. Good luck with your picks. Where's L E F K O E? L E F K O E, man. man. <laughs>